Hi everyone, welcome to Budai Hub's podcast. We're going to share today or talk with you about the quantum field within an Ayurvedic flow. Uh, so we've done this once before, but we haven't done this for quite some time. So moving into the following year in 21, there's a huge amount of energy related to self-awareness, self-alignment, uh, but a sturdy strength of um, fortification within uh, the energetic field of many, many of you that are about to or listening to this now. And you can feel it in your vibration. Maybe you've had something that um, has tr triggered a change. It's been an interesting interesting year to say the least. But every year is really interesting, right? There's, just, there's always variables and everyone is experiencing their self-expression in different ways. But moving into 21, there's been this... Uh, creativity around the crown center or that energetic field, the penile gland, um, the nervous system, the endocrine system, limbic system, all those elevated systems that you are now much more aware, especially those of you who have been very interested in the quantum field generally. These areas are where the, the cities come from and uh, it was where the, the what we call the task masters who, masters who presented Ayurveda um, way back when, or if you're one of these multidimensional beings that live and move in an interdimensional way through daily action and daily motion, then you know there's no such thing as time. It's all timelessness. And that's something that Ganesh is going to be talking about in this podcast, the art of being timeless. Because there's a very big focus in this day and age, and has been for a millennia, about age. Age in every single aspect. But when you shift your gear into a frequency of the timeless flow of existence, then that ceases, ceases to be within your uh, epicenter and dialogue um, from a moment-to-moment, nanosecond basis. And Ganesh wants to share something very specific for that. So for those of you who want to get let go of that push-pull mindset that is very prevalent in this day and age where we're always being pushed for productivity, we're always being pushed to strive and strive and strive. For those of you who really want to sit within the Saharaza, that's said differently by different people, but since that's the way I say it, which is the crown centre, the energetic centre, which moves, by the way, it actually is just not, you know, the thousand-petal lotus uh, that sits above the head. It's It moves within the whole... Uh, upper, upper, yeah, from around your shoulder blade up. It's for some of you, it moves all the way through, and it's like a scanning process through your body, depending on where your quantum field is uh, elevating you at. You know, connect with your inner being, which is not, you know, is no inner or outer, but it's just a way of expressing. But certainly, collect with your being's resonance, and it'll it'll help you gain a, a different awareness of how that Sahara's are. Uh, moves and flows through your uh, cellular structure. And you'll find that that thousand petal lotus um, uh, expression of energetic uh, vortex co-creation is actually a molecule within every single vibrational frequency that is fortifying your cellular structure. So we'll go over this in great depth in a series of podcasts we're doing, and we also share this in our Patreon page. Um, and... We also will share glimpses of that in our website as well, but we'll also go through um, our Spotify um, team as well. But podcasting is something that um, gives us the ability to share different frequencies through an articulation. 
But really, this information is present within every single one of you. It's present within the, the knowing and the words that you will resonate with best. And every single person has, has, you all have your own language. You all have words that trigger an emotional response. You all have words that ground you because of your, um, your emotional response, but also your experience of a word. The experience of any given word in your language, no matter what language you speak, will communicate um, in a way that you will either really thrive with or you'll feel really discarnated with, depending on what your experience and your how you've defined that understanding of any particular word. You string a series of those words together and only you know, your, your being will, will, will give you a greater understanding as each individual as to how you then connect to the collective consciousness, cosmically, cosmically speaking. But that said, uh, you know, for us uh, here in Budaya and Ganesh particularly, he loves doing the podcast because it's a way of articulating something using the English language too, um, but articulating a way. But behind the English words are his vibrational within an om flow, you know, which is also organic matter because if you're in a cellular structure, you're, you are organic matter. And uh, But that's not denigrating the om because the om as a vibrational word and toning has infinite frequencies that are pivotal to escalating your nanosecond at nanosecond expression in your daily flow. So this is within a quantum field that is in every single fiber optic nerve within your limbic system, your endocrine system and nervous system. And within an Ayurvedic understanding, which is you know commonly called the science of life, it's so much more in a grounded sense when you connect through the Saharaza. And um, that's really alive and, and vibrant for so many of you who will find this podcast. And uh, we have a huge audience in our Spotify um, community. And, you know, we have so many different communities around the world. But our world is vast because it's cosmically sound, and just like everyone's is, even if we don't, if everyone isn't aware of it in any given nanosecond, it's always present, and it's just a matter of connecting and remaining aligned and uh, consciously so, that allows the heart center to rise and shine moment to moment and share the bliss that is you. So coming back to that awareness with the timelessness of existence. So when your energy is at that frequency that it's oscillating in the timelessness of existence you cease to become really um, in a paranoid way about the, su the superficiality of how you appear because your appearance will change according to where you're oscillating at. And it brings you into the quantum field of understanding of regeneration, renewal and restoration. It was interesting because for an apocryphy, Ganesh made these really lovely um, soaks, you know, whether you immerse yourself in a bath, if you immerse yourself in a foot bath or a hand soak, it really, whatever energy centers are connected to that, or you just simply feel the vibration of them because they give off this energetic streaming um, in a galactic sensitivity within different uh, showering energies, um, according to where you yourself are expressing, but we were, you know, Ganesh was making these with um, Isis, and uh, we were making these for an apocryphy that um, had some uh, clients that were really um, asking for them, and she was nearly uh, the Nikki, who's um, who runs the apocryphy and is a beautiful herbalist and a beautiful being at that. Um, 
was running out of them. And so Ganesh thought, right, it's time to be the difference when um, he creates these. And so these, these, we've made them for a while and then we had this big break. And then with the demand, you know, increasing and we, you know, Ganesh said, right, we're going to make them. But there's a, there's a renewed rest or a restoration within that. So it's very restorative. Uh, but it's different. So the vibration's different. So while the ingredients are pretty much the same, with the elimination of one thing, which was we used lemon peel in one thing, and Ganesh said, you know, <laughs> no more need to peel. You know, because if, you know, if you're in the spiritual path, there's so many things coined in the phrase of, it's like peeling back an onion, and we have many layers. Well, you know, <laughs> no, <laughs> not anymore for many of you. For some of you, definitely the journey's still present where you're still peeling back those layers. You know, whatever analogy you use, you know, you, you know what best serves you and what you best, best resonate with. But it was interesting that that particular ingredient re uh, resonated with so many as it, and had that association of peeling back the layers so you have that raw sensitivity, um, you know, the shedding of the skin, so to speak. Not, not literally, <laughs> but uh, certainly energetically, where uh, you, f you, you know, your heart is really vibrant, and there's no barriers to letting your heart radiate out. And your heart center is a consciousness in itself, and it moves through your entire being. It's not simply located in the left field of your chest cavity. It actually is is an energy and an auric field that is all pervading cosmically speaking, and it has a consciousness that speaks in infinite ways. So when you you, you take off your armor, so to speak, um, then it really, you, it's, it's very, very soft and very, very gentle. But in saying that, it can also feel harsh and uh, very present in its ability to rock the house. In other words, it can be a mover and shaker when it needs to, to... Um, create differently to move through the world in a different manner to maybe what people perceive because often people think of the heart as very fluffy and that maybe you've had a, a wounding in some kind where your heart is hurting because you've had a lost love or um, a broken relationship or you've broken the relationship with yourself um, you know all these things that can happen but the heart is very strong it's it's it, it pumps you know not just the blood through our veins but it it, it is it pumps so much more on a kaleidoscope of frequencies. And that combined with your your energy center based in the crown center of your being, you know, notice we didn't say body, but your being, because your being is so much bigger than what you think your body is. It's huge, <laughs> massive in the most beautiful sensitivity. When those two energetic fields collide, then it's like fireworks. You know, it's, 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 it's like... You know, New Year's these New Year's fireworks all around the world, all at once, simultaneously, and more than that, it's so much more. And uh, you know, or as Ganesh says, it's like one almighty cosmic orgasm. You know, it's the 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 infinity lights up like like that. You know, or whatever analogy you can picture that's uh, it's just beautiful and amazing, and whatever that is, it could be a sneeze for all I know. But the quantum field is very, very much grounded. And the other day, I sh I'll share with you, I was, uh, you know, the Sahara, is a, it's just so vast around my, this this particular body that's uh, communicating with you right now with the team in Buddha Hub. 
and it just it's so visual I can actually feel it not only feel it but see it constantly which I guess in one way it's a reminder of that connection and I can feel it and see it moving through the cellular structure of this body and it's been really intense for the last fortnight and and it's interesting because you know not only Buddha Hub is going through changes but this body is going through changes insofar as we're moving into a beautiful build in an earth bag um, uh, community build that we're doing uh, in 21. But there's more than that. We're creating a bushland uh, environment that has a very living consciousness. In, in other words, the plants that are the sprouting have a, have a language that they're communicating for those who find their way there. You know, they'll actually hear the bush speak to them uh, in a very um, uh, unusual way and it's going to be beautiful and different for different people. So 21 is a really um, heightened awareness in, in, in energy and just how communicative it can be through all living living beings which is also plants and, uh, and the symbiosis and the symbiotic community within those plants um, and their nature that they embody will have this amazing ripple effect to the wider field of um, existence, which is interesting. But this is all tied into, you know, the spirit animals, like the, the eagle always flies around the Sahara, certainly with this body. And I know with many of you as well, it has a, because, you know, they see, their ability to see is, is primordial. It's incredible. Um, but this energetic field has been so uh, visible, you know, often you can feel it and you can hear it. It can have this whirling effect like all energy centers. But it's very, very visible. And we know that many of you, which is why Ganesh is doing this podcast now, we know that many of you are moving into this very fortified energetic field to create a change within your own infrastructure, within your own embodied energy that will then change how you interact with your community, your wider family members, your wider wider self, your vastness of existence, and it, ha it will impact on a global scale, which is really, it's not only liberating as an individual, because really from where we come from, there's no such thing as in, in being an individual. You know, we're always a collective consciousness. You never know who's going to be coming and having a conversation showing this through this feminine form. And that said, it sometimes it appears very masculine as well, and sometimes neither. And, we're, and Ganesh is making a point of saying that too because some of you have already started to experiencing that, experience that. And uh, if you're not around people who are open to that, but most of you are by now, most of you are already in the field. And, uh, you know, it's funny because those of you know MC Yogi, <laughs> oh, who Ganesh just loves listening to, dancers, loves dancing. Ganesh is fresh <laughs> in so many ways, just loves them. But... People who are, who are already have lived that field of vibration and who are continuing to expand in that yogic field, you know, you, you know what we're talking about. And those of you who are just coming into your own awareness of that, you will also have, a, have an understanding, even though you might feel a little bit limited in your understanding. It's more vast than at this nanosecond you're aware of, but that will change um, as you flow in your own adventure. So feeling your flow is very important. In, in an aligned harmonic resonance moving into the coming year but also in this nanosecond as we speak because in a timeless existence there's no defined marking of when one year merges because years don't exist as such and this is a very 
infinite way of living your existence. Paramahansa Yogananda spoke of it in in a in a in an informal manner when he used to have discourses with his uh, as he was teaching students who used to show up in his life. He's also very alive, you know, even as we speak. He's he's still roaming. Um, with all his existing students, but he's taking up with other students and sharing the wonderment of trust. Trust. One of his greatest teachings was to trust your journey, trust your abundance, trust your ability to, to be abundant in all things in your existence. Uh, and so there's other people that are coming into the realms of existence, and we're talking about some ancient teachers definitely, but um, just beings of existence and and you who are listening to this are be beautiful beings of existence um you know and you would know many more than the we're actually articulating the, the the names that they were once known as i mean there's so many i mean happy buddha oh my god he's hysterical he's for me he's always showing up he's <laughs> he just it just then you know he raises his hands up above his head and just laughs you know with his beautiful belly, he's funny, um, and just his radiant smile. But all of you can see and express that in so many different ways. You've got uh, MC Yogi's wife, who does the Thousand Buddhas, beautiful, beautiful artwork that has an embodied and aligned energy that is very much alive. And so when you're connecting with the Saharaza, those Thousand Buddhas, the, the, those of you who have, have the good fortune to have her artwork in your abode, then you know they're very. It's very alive. The the uh, the energy in that artwork is very much the Saharaza. So um, and feel free to correct the pronunciation. <laughs> Let's not stand on ceremony. Um, but back to the quantum field, which is all that we've been speaking about, but let's dive a whole lot deeper into the Muladhara and beyond that. So the Muladhara connected to the heart center, connected to the crown center, connected to every fiber optic nerve through the endocrine system, the nervous system, and particularly the limbic system. All those things are a creative flow of wonderment in your timelessness of existence and you'll start to feel energy around the back of your head and that's just that crown center moving throughout the whole of your brain okay so every fiber optic nerve within your brain is oscillating through your circulatory system nervous system and through your it's like electric light orchestra moving through your body lighting up your cell every cell in your body so your cells aren't round you know it's so funny because in anatomical the way we do graphics you know it's very hard to express the all that is through a, a platform as beautiful and as exquisite as all these platforms are you're still limited by how we've created the platforms you know whether you know in computer technology look how far it's come and it's constantly increasing its expansion but there's none more evolved than your Ajna, your uh, mind's eye. And there's n no greater feed of the cosmic energy than through your ability to perceive and, and connect to the cosmic realms as a physical human being, you know, because that opens up to so many beings, you know, with many, many forms. And we're, we're, we're those of us who are in a physical form are very fortunate because, you know, in the so-called enlightened existence which by that term in our frame of reference we mean full of light that's that's what we mean by that term in this context that you know 
speaking openly about seeing other beings that look very different to what is perceived as a human form is now more accepted, which makes it more easy and um, liberating to be able to express that you maybe communicate with all those beings and so forth and so it goes on. But some of you don't because it's not in your existence and it's all wonderful regardless. But for those of you who do, your Sahara will really take flight and you'll feel this, this zooming be behind where what some people call the car template, so around the back of the head and um, the fontanel and all those areas of your skull. But beyond that, because it's not limited to the frame of reference within your anatomical structure because your anatomy is changing. So Ganesh wanted to bring that into your earth centre, your, your muladhara, your um, earth creativity, because it's, it's something to be grounded in. And one of the things that um, we did was we could feel the Gaia, who's, who, you know, that's another name for earth, but a, a different frequency, vibrational tone of uh, understanding, that we could feel Gaia's heartbeat through our hands. And it was, you know, because Gaia is, an, is a consciousness, it's, it's alive, it's how nature is the embodied energy that constantly self-seeds. And one thing that nature is the most amazing teacher at, it has the ability to share the wonderment of renewal because it understands, and that's all of nature, whether it's within the sea um, or, you know, on land, it's it's all wonderment in the flow of energy. So, you know, an octopus that knows it lives, you know, once it's mated um, and then, you know, passes through the energetic field from its physical form of being an octopus into another form or it chooses just to, to go back to the abyss which it does so consciously it has this this ability to know very consciously without the anal analysis that its form is simply part of the bigger grander scheme of things and it's something that human beings maybe know mentally but to because there's so much fear around that and control and ego Sometimes it's it's hard to just relax with it, and you can feel a constriction even as we speak. Some of you around the the chest cavity starts to tighten, and that's just. And sometimes some of you can we we are aware that your stomach is locking up, and obviously there's triggers there because people are going through different experiences in their life as we're communicating to you, but. We move from one form to another, even when we're in our physical human form. You know, the energy of this body is constantly moving all the way around. And so that's something to be very aware of when you're expressing and communicating um, just in a timeless existence and a timeless manner. It's something you do naturally. It's not a, a thinking process. It's a being process. So that's what we wanted to share within quantum field. Um, and then flowing into Ayurveda, one of the things Lord Shiva uh, expressed um, and taught me in the very early days of my existence was the ability to be the dance of co-creation through the elements and then beyond the elements. So there's a huge focus moving into the next flow of the ether element. The ether element is just this crystalline um, form um, that is the embodied energy and it has the nine planets in its topography and within that there's an an amazing orchestra of soundless to sound frequency vibration. So we're making a point of referencing that because for, for many of you, but for some of you in the here and now as we're speaking, you're already seeing the visual understanding of what those nine planets represent. And it's very much in keeping with the flow within Ayurveda and the elevated understanding that 
the Ayurveda system is a system of health. It's it's a system of well-being, and um, which is very different in, in the way it's it's you know because in some fields it's taught differently, but it's a feeling of wealth and also a feeling that combines the the physics with the metaphysics in the quantum field, and the understanding that. Uh, of the Ayurveda and how it's being taught is going through a massive transformation. It's going through a change of how you understand the energetics within the food food that we eat. It's going through a change of the understanding of how those participants that create the food that we eat, as in the whether it's the plants that we eat, the plants, you know, things like that. There's a going to be this beautiful communion of interchanging of energy that's going to be done very consciously. So those of you who are really uh, into Ayurveda, it's a term that describes a much, much bigger entity, um, but one term is really easy rather than expressing in infinite terms because once you express through Ayurveda, the terminology will just spew forth into your own understanding and from where you as individuals are coming from as a community and as a greater galactic community. But you can understand, start to understand what we mean by that. So those of you, you know, because there's terminology these days, carnivore, vegan, vegetarian, but those of you who come into the timelessness, it's simply about feeling the flow of energy moving from one form to another form. So let's go, let's go of the delineation of the, the terminology. And you're, you're so aligned and attuned that you can feel the energy of one form moving through, your, through another form and into your form. And it's such a seamless transition that there's a natural flow of harmonic resonance. And, uh, you know, for those of you who have already started to feel that and have been doing that for, or experiencing that for a, a millennia as we have, um, you'll understand. But, but for those of you who are transitioning um, and understanding how to part, to energize your body through food and understanding what food is now an indefinable uh, participant in your life, um, you know, it'll be interesting. So feel free to leave a comment because we know this is a really, it's a funny world in that way because there's, uh, there's almost lines in the sand between what people are eating, what they're told to eat, their nutritional value, um, you know, all those things. You know, and it's different for different people. For what, what, where, where we come from, we're constantly feeling the energy of many, many things. You know, we can, we feel the the aliveness of passing through being being a, you know passing through a tree. We feel the energy move through our veins, and we become the tree itself. So there's many understandings of how to digest your existence, but there's already or already very much a change in how we see food itself. And uh, this is where we'll be, we'll be sharing uh, a lot um, in, in the coming podcasts um, in the timelessness of existence when it comes to how we are elevating our flow and letting go of those constructs of what is nutrition, what is acceptable nutrition, and just the dialoguing of all those things because, you know, 
you maybe you're a teacher of it and maybe you know you've gone through um, lectures on nutrition I mean you know definitely I've studied Ayurvedic nutrition and all those sort of things and in some teachings they give you a sheet to give you an idea of what Vada, Pitta and Kapha is and um, but for us the way I was taught with Lord Shiva it was based on the elements and then beyond that you go beyond that in the quantum field and you simply can light your world up within your physical human form simply by digesting energy and that can come in many many forms when you feel joy you feel full right um, and by no means are we saying don't eat food <laughs> but we're just expanding on that understanding of how we move through energetic fields and how we can feel the fullness of existence in many many ways which is nutritional it's nutritional in infinite ways it feeds our emotional body it feels our mental body it actually brings all of our being into one minute connected to the primordial consciousness. It's exciting, it's liberating, it's moving in so many ways. So Ayurveda is a holistic form of um, health and, and well-being. Uh, you know, the beautiful teachings that have come with that, one of the expressions that we're moving to in an elevated state is to tap in directly to source energy and, and come into a self-awareness of what the essence if Ayurveda really is and then maybe if you're drawn to a book and something like that which is not always easy because our first expression is to pick up a book and, and study it you know to find the meaning of something but and or google it because everything can be found on google right you could just google anything and something's up there but imagine going direct to the cosmic source and that becomes your true google in other words you can directly feel the benefits of source energy communicating the wisdom directly because it, it knows you it knows every particle of your being it knows your very existence it knows your reason your reasoning to, to create your human form it knows everything about you because it is you so imagine if you can and if you're ready to and maybe some of you are already living the, as your primordial truth imagine going directly before you pick up that book, before you, you have a conversation with that person, but going direct and really, really listening and observing the information that's coming forth within your cellular structure. How empowered and how aligned and how fortified you really are as a cosmic being and walking it, living it and walking, walking it and being it. We're not even, you know, because there's a catchphrase, walking the talk, but we're not even saying that. We're saying literally just being the embodied energy of that. So that's what we wanted to share. That's the introduction to what's to come in our uh, quantum field flow in the next few podcasts. We're going to go much, much deeper in your understanding from the Muladhara, the base energy center, taking it through your legs and into your feet and then connecting into through your toes and your toes become the very living roots of Gaia. And that's what we're going to be covering in, our, covering in our next podcast. So thank you so much for joining us. It has been a while that we touched base on this subject, but there's going to be more and more of that with uh, Lord Ganesh. Uh, we're going to touch base with uh, the beautiful musicians of our world, such as MC Yogi and the Thousand Buddhas. We're going to be touching that base with that energy. We're saying energy, not the people as such, but they are the energy anyway. But Ganesh is in... Um, an exciting phase of his journey, his own journey within this Muladhara concept um, of be, being and sharing within every one of you that are open to it, the Nataraj, the dance of co-creation, the cosmic dance. So that said, here and now, namaste, and we look forward to meeting and greeting you in our here and now. Bye for now.